Sarah. Hello. Hey, and we have got one hell of a show here for you. Um, as we're actually recording this, uh, P- PlayStation Experience is happening. We're, it's, I don't want to say wrapping up maybe, but wrapping up a little bit. Uh, a lot of the big reveals have already happened, but uh, we're going to talk about that after we talk about the Game Awards. This way, in case anything happens in the interim, we can hit on that too. So, um, John, let's get started because we've got a lot to talk about. So, uh, we're going to talk about the Game That's Awards we- first. Okay. And I uh, think, yeah. So I don't know any. I I I worked while the game awards were going on. I haven't watched any of the news stories. I, I watched the two trailers that were kind of pertinent to me. And I want you to give me the categories and then list off the games of each category for you know the awards. And I'm going to take a guess at who won. And let's let's see how off kilter I am with these. Okay. Uh, the first one is there's no not there's no nominees. It's just uh, 2016 Industry Icon Award. Who would you guess won the Industry Icon Award? It's, oh God, um, Victor Iron. You can probably <laughs> uh, you can probably guess this. I'm gonna um, take I'm, I'm going to take a guess. It's uh it's it's uh, Hideo Kojima. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, shot in the dark there because this is the Keeleys as uh, and they're and yeah, you know, Keeley and I, Kojima are just best buds. So. Yeah, ever since uh, the the whole Captain Ahab shit, and, uh, yeah, or uh, Metal Gear Five. Uh, all right, uh, this list starts from starts with the big ones. So first up, we got we got Game of the Year here. Okay. Uh, your nominees are Doom, Inside, Overwatch, Titanfall Two, and Uncharted Four. Ooh, let me see. Good you know, list. Let's see. So my personal feeling out of those games that I'd like, you know, give me the give me give me the games one more time. Doom, Inside, Overwatch, Titanfall Two, Uncharted Four. I would like Doom to win just on, just on premise of just what an oddity it was that it came out and just how silly it was and just how great that game felt. But um, I'm gonna go ahead and guess Uncharted Four. Uh, and your winner was Overwatch for okay. Game of the Year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, that was my second choice, but yeah. So okay. So I'm uh, I'm one yeah. for two on this. Pretty. It's pretty crazy. I mean, it's my Game of the Year, but it's pretty crazy that a multiplayer only game won that won that award. Yeah, so. especially when like this was supposed to be the last thing of Uncharted that they did, and yeah, well, it's kind of yeah, it was good. I I liked it. I when I talked about it earlier this year, it was, it's a good game. So. But so all five. I haven't played Inside. The only one I haven't played, but the other four are great. So okay. All right. Next category. What do we got? Best game direction. Uh, we have Blizzard for Overwatch, Dice for Battlefield One, ID for Doom, Naughty Dog for Uncharted Four, and Respawn for Titanfall Two. Ooh, let's go Uncharted Four again. Uh, Overwatch won again. Blizzard won for game direction. Wow. Okay. See, when I'm thinking direction, I'm thinking like a little bit more of a story implementation thing. So that's why I kind of uh, like Uncharted. 
Uncharted Four, like the the production value, the story, it's uh it's the total package. But I mean, Overwatch, um, t- it did the Blizzard thing and took an entire like a a known genre and made it the best they've done. Any game's been in that genre. So what about Battleboard? Come on. <laughs> oh yeah, what about Battleboard? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think everyone's asking. I, I think the people that made Battleboard are asking that. Like, what about Battleboard? Oh god, did we did we release this game at the wrong goddamn time? Man, yeah, that game. Uh, that had and then, the fortune of coming out like what three weeks before Overwatch or something like that. Yeah, that game was on. A, that game's been on sale since it came out. I feel like. Yeah, I, I, I'm <laughs> not gonna disagree. Um, yeah, but also Doom and Titanfall two also really well directed games. So it's a good yeah. list so far. Really good categories. Yeah, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll talk about Titanfall two because I played the campaign. But yeah, that's that 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 was a phenomenal yeah. one too. So anyway, go ahead. All right. Best narrative. Uh, we have Firewatch, Inside, Mafia Three, Uncharted Four, and Oxenfree. Ooh. Oh boy. Let's see. You know, I at the risk of sounding a little, I don't know. You know what? I, I don't think it's gonna win, but based on everything I've I've heard about everything we've talked about, I'm gonna say Mafia Three. Uh, that would be my choice, but the winner was Uncharted 4. God damn it, I, I was thinking I should have went with Uncharted 4. I was like, I can't do that game three times in a fucking row and be wrong. Uh, Firewatch also has a really good story. It just, it kind of fumbles the ending, which, which, uh, in a game that's only story, it's kind of a, it, it kind of killed it. All right, John, text category. What do we got? Best art direction. Inside, Abzu, Firewatch, Overwatch, Uncharted 4. Oh, God. Okay. Um, hmm. You know, considering I don't think I've played a single one of these. <laughs> yeah, I've played uh, uh, four of these. I've, again, Inside the one I haven't played. I need to get to that game eventually. Let's see. Um, <laughs> art direction, right? Yeah. Uh, let's give me one more time. Inside, Abzu, Firewatch, Overwatch, Uncharted 4. Let's go with it. Let's go with Overwatch. Uh, Inside wins this category. Inside. Okay. I, I was I was thinking Abzu would have been next on my would have been next. Abzu. But, okay. Uh, it would have been between Abzu and Overwatch for me. I'm not quite sure where I would, where I would go. They're both really good. Hmm. Uh, all right. Next category: Best music. Have I only gotten sound. one right, and that was the Hideo Kojima thing. Yes. So far, you are one for five. Okay. Wow. Okay. I'm I'm good at this. Okay. Let's 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 keep going here. All right. Best music slash sound design. Uh, we have Doom, Battlefield One, Inside, Res Infinite, and Thumper. Ooh. Um. You know, let me go with Battlefield One because Dice normally just like kills sound design. So. Winner is Doom. God for damn best it. Music <laughs> and I wholeheartedly agree because that game music and sound design was fantastic oh okay yeah i mean at the at the end of the last podcast i actually put the uh, the battlefield one theme back in because it was nice to have it like like orchestral version of that again instead of like a uh a a little bit more electronic feel to it it was was nice to have like that and then just like i said the sound design in that game was just phenomenal but okay well i'm wrong again so there we go yeah 
I just think of like the dooms. Also, it's in terms of music, just that metal soundtrack, just ramping up as you kill more demons, was also fantastic. Uh, yeah, and you know, and the weapon sounds were like pretty, pretty goddamn good in that thing too. So iconic. Um, all right, best performance. We have Nolan North as Nathan Drake, Alex Hernandez as Lincoln Clay from Mafia Three, Sissy Jones as Delilah from Firewatch, Emily Rhodes as Elena from Uncharted 4, Rich Summer as Henry from Firewatch, and Troy Troy Baker as Sam Drake from Uncharted 4. And three let's, Uncharted 4s. Uh, so, you know, I'd almost be foolish not to pick an Uncharted 4 one. I, I'm going to go not with uh, not with Nolan North and not with uh, the other guy. Uh, I'm going to go with whoever it was that does uh, Elena. Uh, Emily Rose. Uh, your winner was Nolan North as God Nathan Drake. All the f- <laughs> <laughs> At least I got the right game I this time. Yeah, I probably would have picked uh, Alex Hernandez for Lincoln for Lincoln Clay from Mafia Three. Thought he was okay. really good. Um, also, the guy, the people, the two characters from Firewatch are fantastic. They really carry that story. Um, yeah, Rich Summers. Uh, I think that was his first. Um, what you call it? Like voice acting gig, and he actually did a really, from what I've heard, did a really good job of that. So yeah, it was some of the most natural dialogue I've heard in a game. It's really good. Uh. All right, this All right, is, let's move on. This one, I feel like you might not have played any of these. I know I haven't. I only know of one of them. I, I know of two of them. All right, Games okay. for Impact. Uh, 1979 Revolution, Black Friday, Blockhood. That uh, first thing was one name. Okay, then we have Blockhood, Orwell, Sea Hero Quest, and That Dragon Cancer. Oh, okay. I'm going to... Oh, jeez. It's either going to be That Dragon Cancer or uh, 1979 Black Friday, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh. You know what? Let me, go, let me go with uh, 1979 Black Friday. The winner was That Dragon Cancer. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, okay. Well, at, le- at least sorry, I told... I'm sorry for laughing when I said the name of that game. That game is actually very... From what I understand, very heavy stuff. Uh, yeah, I actually backed it on Kickstarter yeah, I and I had it on my Steam, on my Steam uh, backlog, but yeah, you know, yeah. Anyway, one of my many backlogs I'll probably never get around to. Yeah. All right, now we're on to best, in, best independent game. We have in, Inside, Firewatch, Hyperlight Drifter, Stardew Valley, and The Witness. Give it to me one more time. Inside, Firewatch, Hyperlight Drifter, Stardew Valley, and The Witness. Okay, I want Stardew Valley to win, but I think Inside's going to win. So let's go with Inside. Inside was the winner. All right, I'm two for seven? Eight? <laughs> seven or eight, I think we're at, we're at now. Okay, uh, cool. Um, I would have I went with The Witness. I That game consumed my life for like a week at the beginning of the year. It's really good. Um, I don't like puzzle games, but I really like that game. Okay. Yeah, see, that was my thing. I think, it, like, I personally just thought it was just... I, I never played it, but based on everything I heard about it, it just sounded a little too obtuse for my taste, so I was just like, that's kind of why I was like, okay, let's throw that one off to the side. I don't think it's going to win, because it's... I think, yeah, it's... Yeah. Uh, and I knew in, I knew Inside would win this category even before I read it, but, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no Man no Sky? Uh, that was in the honorable mentions that don't exist. Okay. Cool. <laughs> right, well, 
I was yeah. just kind of curious where that went. So anyway, uh, mm-hmm. let's go ahead. Next one. Uh, we got uh, best mobile slash handheld games. Oh Christ! Uh, wait, wait, Class wait. Roy- so we're, oh. we're we're throwing like iOS and like DS and Vita games into the same category? Yes, yes, into one category. Oh sweet God! This is the second sign of the apocalypse. Okay, go ahead. All right, your nominees are Clash Royale, Pokemon Go, Fire Emblem Fates, Monster Hunter Generations, and Severed. Oh, okay. Um, and this is the best, right? Yeah, th- I'm sure the nominees went in before uh, Pokemon uh, Sun and Moon came out, so that's probably why it's not on here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Fire Emblem. Your winner was Pokemon Go for God, Best Mobile Slash Handful. Okay, yeah, uh, uh, side note, I don't think that should be a category that's, that, that should be a category that's two different categories, because yeah, the the free-to-play model should not be, like, competing up against, like, stuff like Fire Emblem, but uh, granted, we don't know what the next Fire Emblem's gonna be, that's gonna be on, you know, handhelds, or iOS and Android, so, who knows, anyway, it's just, uh, okay, just crotchety old man bitching, so go ahead. All right. Uh, now in a category we both know and love and have a lot of experience with, best VR game. Oh, sweet. <laughs> um, okay. Res Infinite, Batman Arkham VR, Eve Valkyrie, Job Simulator, Thumper. Uh, you know what, just because I like Res a lot, um, what I've heard Thumper's kind of interesting, but you know what, let me go with Res. Uh, Res Infinite was your winner. Nice. So. All right. Yeah, that's what I would have went with, too. I, I would like to try that game eventually. Uh, all right, we're on to best action game. Your nominees are oh, Doom, okay. Battlefield 1, Gears of War 4, Overwatch, Titanfall 2. Okay, I am going to say it's either going to be Doom or Overwatch, but would they let Overwatch like rack up so much? You know what, let's go with Doom. Your winner was Doom. Good All right. choice. There we go. Yeah. See, my reasoning on that was I didn't think they were going to give Overwatch like a best blank game of the year plus best overall game of the year, which I don't think makes any sense. But that's typically the way these award things work. So yeah, yeah, that's that's going to factor in uh, to an award later. I'll give you a little a little uh, little help there for for that's one like later. A little, got a little hint going on there. Yeah, gonna. Uh, <clears throat> One that really, uh, a category that really bugged me with the winner choice. Anyway, uh, best action adventure game. Your nominees are Hitman, Dishonored 2, Hyperlight Drifter, Ratchet and Clank, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. This is best action adventure? Yes. Ugh. One more time Hitman, Dishonored 2, Hyperlight Drifter, Ratchet and Clank, Uncharted 4. Uh, let's say Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, when it was Dishonored 2. Okay, god damn it. I was thinking that, and I was like, no, there's no way they're going to give it to Dishonored 2. That game has been getting a lot of praise. I did not. I, I don't like the first one. I tried it, and I just could not get into it. And that's... It, uh... That's a similar complaint Gore had, and I'm kind of like, I don't know. I still have it on my shelf, and I'm debating on it, but eh, I don't know. So. I wanted to like it a lot. I feel like I need to give it a, another chance eventually, but yeah, I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. And that was the one that upset you a little bit? No, 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 no. We, that's a few. Oh. That's, that we, still, we got a lot. 
so yeah, God, it's a lot of categories. We're gonna skip some of these, some of the last ones that are like esports categories, unless you okay, want to leave yeah. those. No, preferably not. Yeah, use use your judgment on stuff like I have a hell, a, a snowball's yeah. chance in hell of getting. So yeah, all right. Well, we got still got a few more to go. Still, uh, all right. <clears throat> Best RPG: uh, Dark Souls Three, Deus Ex: Mankind Divided, The Witcher Three. Wild Hunts, uh, DLC, Blood and Wine, World of Warcraft, Legion, Xenoblade Chronicles X. Um, man, that was oof. Be the first two again. Uh, Dark Souls Three, Deus Ex. Let me go with Dark Souls Three because I don't. It'd be weird if they give The Witcher Three. It's like an expansion pack for The Witcher Three RPG of the Year. So yeah, let's let's go with that. Your winner was The Witcher 3's expansion, Blood and Wine. <laughs> oh, there we go. That's weird. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know, yeah, I gotta start. I, I gotta. Was, I gotta stop thinking logically here. I thought it was weird too. I really, I really like The Witcher 3. I never got to. I didn't finish it because I was moving when I came out. And I wish I. It's one of those that got away. That game's really good though. I don't, I don't know if you played it. And mm-hmm. uh, Ask me if I uh, own it though. <laughs> I already really answered that question. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and on the DLC. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, blood, but yeah, I've heard Blood and Wine is supposed to be a very large expansion. So yeah, that's yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be nearly a game in and of itself, basically. So yeah. The Witcher Three, the original, like the base game, is huge. Is one of the largest games I've ever played. So that's a lot of content yeah. in that game. All right, all right, let's the, do this. This is best fighting game. This is the only category that did not have five nominees, I believe, in terms okay, at least. Okay, because I think game. it was like. Three games that came out that were fighting games this year. So, yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of tension around this category and people that I, from people that I follow. Because, uh, all right, your nominees are Killer Instinct Season Three, Street Fighter Five, King of Fighters Fourteen, Pocket Tournament. God, I forgot Pocket Tournament came out this year. Jeez, um, man, down year for fighting games. So, what was that? This is a very down year for fighting games. Yeah, well, I mean, it's been kind of a... Well, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about this here in a little bit, but Gowru Mark of the Wolves just came out on PlayStation 4, so maybe we could throw that... No, okay, anyway. Uh, let's go to Street Fighter Five. Well, your winner is Street Fighter Five. Okay, I kind so, of figured that. That game did not deserve any award. That, okay, I... It, it is a... What is there is what is pretty well made, but there is... The game's got problems. But, uh... It's updated quite a bit, so I'm wondering if it's gotten better. I actually just got it on like a Black Friday sale for I think twenty bucks. So it feels it, it feels good when you're playing it. I definitely like when I I rented it earlier in the year before I uh, left the country for a month, and uh, when I when I played it, I was having a good time. It's just yeah, it's uh, it was not a complete game then. Yeah, it's supposed to be feeling right. more complete now. But anyway, yeah, let's move on. All right, best strategy game: Civ Six, Fire Emblem Fates, The Banner Saga Two, Total War Warhammer, XCOM Two. God, I forgot XCOM Two came out this year. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> man, that feels like it feels like that came out like like 2015, not this year, but yeah. but it also hit consoles, which it was never supposed to do this year too. So it's okay. Um, you know, let me go with XCOM Two. Uh, you went in with Civ Six. Mother. <laughs> oh, okay. You know that was my first stop, but I was like, no. You know what? XCOM came out a long time ago, so 
and part of me wonders now if that's um, because Civ Six like just came out, so we're still kind of you know like on that high of a fresh release. But man, eh, whatever. We'll All right, best family game: Pokemon Go, Dragon Quest Builders, Lego Star Wars: The Force Awakens, Ratchet and Clank, Skylanders, Imaginators. You know, I really wish they would give a little bit like of a like, weird description for this category because, like, I would say like Pokemon Go would be great because it like brings families together, I suppose. But um, uh, what was the third one again? Lego Star Wars, Force Awakens. You know what? You know what? Just because I think it's a actually a good game on top of being a family game, I'm going to say Lego Star Wars. The winner was Pokemon Go. Son of a. Okay, well there we go. What do I know? This is, this is a weird having Dragon Quest and Ratchet and Clank in that category is a little. Odd. I, I I guess I understand because Ratchet and Clank had the movie come out and it's, but it's still I don't know if I'd say family game. Yeah, <laughs> and Dragon Quest Builders. I mean, it's basically a Minecraft clone. I mean, you know, we talked about that in the last episode, but. Yeah, interesting, weird. All right, it is a category you know and love: best forward slash racing game. Oh, okay. FIFA 17, MLB The Show 16, Forza, Hor- Forza Horizon 3, NBA 2K17, Pro Evolution Soccer 2017. Uh, Forza. it was Forza Horizon. All right, I got that one. Okay. Just because that is the only one I'd ever consider playing, really, so... Uh, I, I have 2K17. It's good. Um, I also I really wish I could play Forza, though. That game looks like a good time. Uh, just trying to get that burnout high any way I can, as, as yeah. close as I can. I miss it. I'm going to say Paradise, uh, I think, is backwards compatible now on the Xbox One. So It is. Uh, whenever I get my one, I'll probably, have, I'll probably get that on there. There you go. Uh, um, all right. Best multiplayer game. Uh, can I guess? Can I guess before? Okay, Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your your uh, your nominees are Battlefield One, Gears of War Four, Overcooked, Overwatch, Titanfall Two, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. I'm sticking by my original guess, Overwatch. Uh, your winner was Overcooked. Oh, what in? The, you're shitting me, right? Remember when, remember when I mentioned a category that re- that really uh, got under my skin? So this was so this is the one. I can totally understand why this this uh, this one kind of seems like bullshit. Okay, well this just seems like another one of those. Well, we gave it game of the year. We really shouldn't give it. Okay. Yeah, but anyway. you got uh, Titanfall Two is right there. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh God. Okay. That overcooked. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Anyway, I, I, I've seen like that game seems like a good time for a little bit, but it's not a game you'd come, you'd go back to over and over again. Why not put Pokemon right. Go in there then? In the f- oh, okay, anyway, yeah. What I, I know, if you don't take Overwatch, at least give it a Titanfall. That multiplayer. Yeah, that game. Yeah, that game needs some love, some serious love. Oh God, the Keelys can go kill themselves. Anyway, go ahead. All right, all right. Here's your last category. This one's this one's more a personal taste category. It's weird. Most anticipated okay. game. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, all right, your nominees are God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Mass Effect Andromeda, Red Dead Redemption 2. That is a hell of a list. Yeah, ooh, <laughs> man. Yeah. You know, outside of that first one, like, uh, like all of those, like, I'm going to be picking up. But uh, you know what? I'm going to say Zelda. Uh, you, and the winner was Legend of Zelda. 
<laughs> All right, cool. Good. I, I, I would have been a little upset if that didn't win. I mean, I'm I'm pretty hyped for Andromeda now, but I, I don't see the, 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 the fever of anticipation mm-hmm. surrounding it the way, like, like Zelda is, basically, so. Yeah, yeah. It's because of Mass Effect 3, people are uh, hesitant for uh, this game. Yeah, which um, I still think was a great game, but eh, people just like yeah, I, don't I, know. I, I. I really like Mass Effect Three. I I, I want to go back. I want to play it uh, again to see if it holds up and see if I don't. It might have just been in the moment kind of thing. But uh, um, Red Dead Two also Horizon is coming in two months, I think now. So yeah, yeah. God of I God of War. That I thought that. The, their direction with it, it made it more interesting than I thought it was going to be when it was announced. Because uh, when I was younger, I really liked them. I, I like that genre of games, but mm-hmm. they're uh, not the deepest in that genre. Yeah, and also, I mean, just after a while, it gets a little old playing somebody who's just pissed off all of the time. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I have a lot of good memories of of, the, of Kratos killing shit. So it's uh. Uh, that is uh, the last were there all total six. How many God of Wars? Yeah, because I think there were six. There was the the, the uh, trilogy, yeah. then there was Ascension, and then there was the two PSP ones, right? Yeah, there are six. Uh, Ghost of Sparta, and what's the other one? Blades of Olympus, something like Chains, of, of, something? Chains of Olympus. Chains of Olympus. Chains isn't of Olympus. It? There we go. There it is. Uh, yeah. Now, those first three are. Uh, Good games. They haven't aged the best at this point, but uh, yeah. I wonder how uh, three yeah, held up. But I think I actually bought that on when it was on sale on the, like the remaster. I don't know. Maybe it was one of those like, oh, I'll buy that. That's cheap. And then it was like, uh, wait, I haven't even played the oh. original one that I have on my PlayStation. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. All right. Well, that is uh, the last of the categories. Uh, the rest are like trending gamer, best esports player, best esports team, and best esports game. So, well. Uh, would best esports game be Overwatch? You're correct. <laughs> All right. After that, I don't care about any of these categories. What were the nominees for that one, actually, if you have it in front of you? Uh, best esports game, uh, Overwatch, yeah. Counter-Strike, Counter-Strike Global Offensive, Dota 2, League of Legends, Street Fighter Five. Okay, yeah, I mean, oh, Overwatch was definitely a mile, mile and a half above everybody else there, I think, on that one, so... Anyway, um, yeah. okay, so those are the nominees and the winners, and I, I think I got maybe five out of, like, 15? Yeah, it's uh there are some weird choices in those categories though, so I'm not going to not going to hold it hold it against you too much. There yeah, uh... also also some of my tastes are a little bit more eclectic, so sometimes me trying to gauge normal yeah. not normal people but like what an award show would win, I'm like, hey, okay. I mean for God's sake, I, I would have fired him on face for best uh what was it best did I no, I didn't go with best strategy. It was best best mobile handheld game, so. I think it was also best strategy. Yeah, it was in there, but I didn't go with yeah. it because I was like, there's no way it's going to beat XCOM and Civilization. So anyway, yeah. um, okay, so let's talk about let's let's talk about that Mass Effect Andromeda trailer. Um, All right. It was about a four minute thing and it actually showed some gameplay. And I, I we, we talked a little bit off the air. I am now like, okay, I am ready for this game. It's it's timing is unfortunate because it's coming out at the nearly exact goddamn same time as uh, Breath of the Wild. So yes, like, it is, and right oh right after um, Horizon, which so it's, that's about a uh, month, a month and a half in between those two, though, right? Uh, Horizon comes out February twenty eighth, I want to say. 
Oh, so. so we're talking like two weeks. Okay, never mind. Damn it. Oh, boy. Well, at least he doesn't have to worry yeah. about running into Persona, because that... <laughs> yeah, anyway. Uh, oh, God damn it. Oh, Sorry. how am I going to play all these games? Oh. <laughs> John, let me, let, me, let me tell you. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, next year is packed. Is Red Dead 2 is, is fall next year also. So, a lot of open world games next year. Yeah. Um. So Mass Effect, I, I, the combat looks like just killer. I, it's, I, I don't know how oh, yeah. to put it. It is, it is, it looks smooth as goddamn butter. And I am, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped on this one now. Yeah, it looks just, it looks like the next evolution of Mass Effect Three in terms of just moving around the battlefield like at, at will. Um, the biotic charges back and it looks even better than ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like, and. The the uh, variety of enemies in that small area, the the size of that the, the implied size of the planet you're on, uh, of, of, a, of a single planet you're on, it looks great just like visually, like a lot going on. But it's gonna be that game's very very promising. And I'm very excited to see Krogan's back. So, uh, one one thing I didn't know I was uh, looking. For, I didn't super look for it, but when I afterwards I thought about it, I'm like, there wasn't a lot of uh, squad commands that I didn't notice. Maybe I just was uh, not paying attention to that. I didn't really notice any like squad stuff going on. You know what? I noticed I that too, and I was like wondering if maybe it was just they were trying to make you. Because I, I, I think at a tra- at a, on a trailer like that, I think the best bet is to just show off what you can do, basically. Yeah. But uh, Mass Effect is about like your your party still. It's a, like your three man squad. So yeah, because when it's when it's or and I think in this one in this trailer it had uh, Krogan and Aturian as uh, as your squad mates in this one. So yeah, oh. I thought I thought that was an interesting choice in showing two two uh, races we we uh, had seen before. But I mean, I guess that keeps some surprises for the game for sure. So yeah. So let me ask you, um, I. I don't know if they've actually answered this. I mean, Game Informer's been doing a like a ton of coverage on Mass Effect Andromeda, but so like my question is like, okay, so this this ship went out or these like ships went out to basically like populate this this galaxy, right? Um yes. when it went out, it happened between 2 and 3, right? I don't uh, I've avoided a lot of stuff, so I don't know many minor details, so I can't it's going <laughs> to Okay. So I'm not going to answer. Okay, I'm yeah. pretty sure that this that this like event happened somewhere in between two and somewhere in between three. Now, it isn't until basically like the Reapers attack that uh, yeah, being at three because it's like you're doing it. Yeah, sorry. That, oh no, that that like the galaxy takes the Reaper seriously. I mean, all of a sudden it's like okay, so it, so my question is like, what in the hell were they sending these ships out for if they weren't really taking the Reaper seriously? Because it could have just been like, oh, well, we'll send these guys off just in case. Because, I mean, clearly this was a massive project, you know? And maybe, so uh, maybe it, it's just an interesting thing Shepard, to fit in the timeline. Maybe Shepard did it, like, uh, unbeknownst to the council or something. Some, some sort of, like, secret thing he was he was trying he was uh, trying to make happen. Maybe. Maybe yeah. he got some like the Cerberus funds uh, funneled or something. I don't know. Maybe he had a way of doing. It. Oh well, Liara's the shadow broker, so maybe she figured out a way to fund it somehow. Yeah, she. God, think about. The... I just thought about the shadow broker stuff. God, Mass Effect Two is so good. Anyway, yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. So yeah. no, I, I, I yeah. really do want to go back and play that trilogy one more time. So. 
one of these days it will happen. I, I, I don't know when, but I would really love to go back and play that. I, I especially, it's kind of frustrating to know that they have no intention of actually bringing that forward to this generation of consoles. But I mean, hey, who knows? I guess you just, yeah, it, it could happen. I suppose I wouldn't hold my breath, I, but it could I happen. I understand wanting to focus on the new. Uh, I'm assuming trilogy. Like they, they haven't said that, but it's uh, there's going to be more than one of these. Yeah, so. clearly. I mean, farm it out to somebody else. I mean, give it to a blue. Oh, I forget who it is that this is like such a good job, like bringing like stuff up, but it's like blue something. Um, oh, they, it, I don't remember now. Yeah, but you know who I'm talking about. Like they, most of the HD. They're not really HD because these games were already in HD, but most of these games that came out like on the PS3 and are brought up to the PS4 or even like a, I think, I think they did the Shadow of the Colossus and Eco one. Um, whoever they are, I mean, just hand it off to them. Like, I mean, just shovel some money at them like here, make these happen. Let's, let's make this work. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I would imagine like, you know, you've got the PC texture packs and everything. So just use those and shove it out the door. But I mean, I don't know, whatever. I mean, I, I'd pay another $60 for, for the trilogy. If it was on the, yeah, and the Xbox One, all the all the DLC packed in with it, yeah, it'd be yeah. worth sixty. Yeah, I mean they put out the uh, the trilogy on the PS3 and the 360 for sixty bucks, and I mean I mean it dropped pretty quickly, but I mean you know playing it on a whole new generation of consoles is like yeah I'd love to do that. So anyway, yeah. um yeah, so clearly both of us are pretty anticipating or pretty yeah pretty heavily anticipating Mass Effect Andromeda. It's just a matter of it's coming at a. I don't want to say inopportune time, but it seems to be coming at a rather inopportune time for both of yeah, us. So. They really, they really fucking packed the spring up, didn't they? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm very curious, like how dry this summer is going to be, if it, or I'm curious if it's if not any going game to be. Pushed again. Like if any games get like, because there are there are a couple of smaller games too that I want to play that come out at that same time. So uh, we'll see. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the other thing. I want to talk about here, and this is the last thing I'll bring up, and if you've got anything else, uh, bring it. Um, Death Stranding trailer. (laughs) You know what I'm going to say? You know what in my notes I put? I put, more nothing! Yay! So, there we go. Guillermo Guillermo del Toro and Mads Mikkelsen are are apparently in trailers. I don't know if they're in the game. (laughs) They're definitely in the trailers, though. Yay! I, I, I... Like I, there, there is still no indication of like what the game, what the game's gonna play like, what it's gonna be about. Uh, dead whales and babies. That's like the uh, that's when a recurring theme is dead whales and babies. So and really odd like tech because like yeah. the military stuff, it's it's modern era, like our modern era. It yeah. looks like maybe a little bit more advanced. Like so, we'll say like near future. But yeah. then there's like biplanes in the or like you know propeller not biplanes but propeller based airplanes fl- you know flying around in the sky. So it's like okay, so where is this sitting? And then uh, Mads Nicholson's character seems to be some sort of uh, enhanced soldier of some sort, like a like a psychomanis. I got a psychomanis vibe from him. What I saw. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah. curious, like what the hell is going on with the soldiers that he had like surrounding him because it's like. I don't know. I don't know why I'm trying to break this down. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I yeah, really well, don't care. That game's a long way away. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Shenmue 3 will probably be out and already forgotten about by the time that uh, Death Stranding even has a release date announced. So, um, Yeah, I'll just read the, well, the other trailers that came out in case anyone wants to go look at them. Uh, they haven't seen them. Let's see. Uh there was a new the trailer for the new Walking Dead season and for 
Guardians of the Galaxy, Telltale's Guardians of the Galaxy game. Oh, God. Uh, we're big, Telltale. big Telltale fans here. So, <laughs> looking forward to it. Me too. Uh, um, God. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to play either of those. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. Uh, you're really doing better on this. I would hate to have to fire you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, I still stand by the first walking dead game as a damn good game. But anyway, uh, everyone's entitled to their opinion, even if it's wrong. So go ahead. <laughs> uh, Halo Wars two had a villain, had the trailer for their, their villain. Uh, it was actually a pretty good trailer. I forgot yeah, that existed. Was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, It was all cinematic stuff, but it was pretty good. Yeah. Um. Uh. I did not watch the trailer for the new Shovel Knight prequel, Spectre of Torment. I don't know if it's DLC or a full-on game. I didn't watch the trailer. So, Shovel Knight's good. Let's see. If you like Mega Man, I I, I suggest Shovel Knight. If you haven't played it. Um. <clears throat> I have a shovel knight on every console it's been released on. Oh, so. I, I, that was more for anyone listening. I, I don't need to ask you if you own shovel knight. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Okay, so here I have it on the Wii U digitally. Yeah. Uh, have it on the PS4. Just because the D-pad's I, better. Uh, have it on the Xbox yeah. One because of the Battletoads thing. Um, I just thought it'd be fun to knock the shit out of the Battletoads because I hate the Battletoads. Um, and I bought the physical version of the 3DS one, so. Yeah. Oh, actually, I guess I yeah. don't have it on Steam. So there, I don't have it on every platform. It's good. Shovel Knight's good. It's very yeah. good. Oh yeah, damn good game. Deserve deserves your money if you haven't played it. Yeah, damn good game. Um, Lawbreakers had a uh, another. It seems like a fast-paced multiplayer shooter with some uh, from uh, Cliff Cliffy B, Cliff Blazinski. So uh, uh, that it. As a fan, as a shooter fan, it looked interesting. I don't. It's, I think it, it struck me as a game that's only gonna be on PC though. I don't remember okay. if it said that or not. But that's what it struck me as. It seemed very fast. So, um, Bulletstorm is gonna have a remaster edition released in March, I believe. Oh, that's uh, right. Okay. Ooh, they, they are. They, man, they're they're throwing that out to die up against Mass Effect and Zelda. I know. I, I mean, I I like Bulletstorm. I played the hell out of that game when it came out. I don't. I'm sure the humor doesn't stand hold up because I was a lot younger then. Uh, but I think it's it probably still plays well. The skill shot stuff was really fun. I think there was enough uh, tongue in cheek in the humor that it wasn't meant to be taken seriously. That as a little older, you probably might still enjoy it. Because I remember I didn't play all of it. I played it pretty briefly, like maybe maybe like two or three hours. And I was, I, I found myself enjoying it still, even as like, I was like, Oh, this, these jokes are kind of dumb. And then as it kind of went on, I was like, Oh, this isn't taking yeah. itself seriously. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a very, it's a very, uh, aware, self-aware game. I think. Um, and I got, I got every skill, every skill shot in that game. It's, I thought it was really good. Um, all right. What we got here? What we got? Anything else? Uh, praise got some new stuff. Um, uh, Oh, that's right. That's uh, stuff I want to check out. Mm, yeah, yeah. I I already know I'm going to play that game. I don't need to watch anything. It's I just I it's psychological horror shooter game. I'm going to play it. <laughs> um, and a new more Legend of Zelda gameplay. But I watched it. It didn't really sh- it didn't really show anything I didn't expect. So and it also had it was played by t- I don't know if it said their names if they were like well known people or not if they were. I don't think they were developers, but had two people playing it and talking while they were playing. I don't like. I don't Bill, like those. Bill Trennan. I don't remember. Okay. I don't. Um, 
I just remember not. I don't like those kind of trailers because they just they strike me as fake, regardless of whether they are or not. And uh, I'd rather have a developer playing it because then I know that they're. It's. Uh, I just yeah. I don't. I don't need. Uh, dial, people talking over it for me to uh, a trailer like that. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. It's it's a little. Yeah. It's, I, it, yeah. It seemed to be a dungeon sort of thing going on, maybe a smaller area that they were going through, like a, like some, but uh, it looks like Zelda, so. <laughs> yeah, eh, yeah, just a very pretty Zelda that's yeah. maybe a little bit harkens back to what the original was meant to be. So let's let's see what happens with that one. I I mean I that's that's day and day one, or you know day and date for me day one. Oh, I'm, I'm buying that. I'm getting, it's, I'm, I'm getting a switch for that game. I'm looking forward to it quite a bit. Yeah, um, I'm probably actually going to have to get it on the Wii U um, because it's not going to be a launch title apparently for the Switch, which is a little disheartening. Yeah, it sounds like it's actually coming out for the Wii U like in March at the same time, and then as like you know Mass Effect. So I'm like, oh god, I can't, I can't go you know three months or four months and not play Zelda. So it's like I gotta, I'm just gonna have to get that. So yeah, play it on a system might... that's effectively dead for me. It might be better for me. I could play it in the summer if, if that works out. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. So, um, uh, I would I would like one of those games to get pushed towards the summer, but but uh, it probably won't be. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're probably in luck with Zelda because they've they've said that it's not confirming so much, but just it, talking about or talking around the way things Nintendo does that it's not going to be a launch title for for the Switch. Yeah, I'm trying to also trying to decide what what system I want to get Persona Five on. Out of the, t- uh, it's gonna might end up getting on both. It might it might because it might help to have it portable for me to actually, so I don't fall off it fall off it at all because it's gonna be a long long game. Yeah, is it um? So it's it's on the Vita. I believe it's on the Vita. I'm I pretty sure it was it's the on PS3. PS3 I think it was the. P- sure I thought it was the PS3 and the PS4 only. I think it's all three. One second. If it's not, I'm going to on PS4, but I'm pretty sure it's all three. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't see you going back to the PS3 version of it, so. Yeah. That, that, yeah, it doesn't seem like any, doesn't seem to make any kind of sense. Let's see. Oh, you're right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I, I, I mean, I could have, I could have missed it. I, like if the Vita yeah. release got announced, which would have been really weird. Yeah. But. Yeah. Like, so. I mean,. A game should be good. A game's, I already know I'm going to like that game. So. Yeah, I mean, it's Persona. If you're into Persona, you're probably going to be in, into this Persona. So, Anyway, does that wrap up everything from the Game Awards? That should be it. Cool. Awesome. All right, let's take a quick break, and let's see what the hell has happened in the last, like, 35 minutes that we've been talking at, at the PlayStation Awards because, or, or PlayStation Experience, because that's, that has been a news vomit uh, all day. So, yeah. Anyway, we will be right back. Yeah.
and we're back, and we have got, uh, as promised, a shit ton of stuff to talk about here with uh, the PlayStation Experience happening, so hopefully by the time this uh, we wrap up this segment, there won't have been any other big announcements, but uh, the first big announcement uh, is NAC 2. NAC, uh, John, John, I'll let you say it. You came up with the, uh, you came up with the little tagline. Go ahead. NAC's back, baby. Yeah. Uh, let's 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 put this in my bucket of who gives a fuck, but here it is. I how could you forget Nack, the mascot of the PS4? <laughs> uh, the same way I forgot about that creepy redhead or that like creepy like red uh, like spiky polygon dude from the original PlayStation. Or what about that like baby from the PS3 commercials? That was the mascot from those ca- terrifying PS3 oh, commercials. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That sold a lot of PS3s, I'm sure. So yeah, Sony's always <laughs> done a lot of weird shit. Anyway, oh god, yeah. I mean, the "You Are Not Ready" thing was kind of cool, but Sony's always kind of yeah. struggled. Nineties fuck, but it was it was good for the nineties. Yeah, you, you know, I saw somebody uh, wearing a uh, Rage Against the Machine shirt once, and I just saw that and I was like, "Are you wearing a PlayStation shirt?" <laughs> wow, that's how uh, that's how like like little I knew like the, the, the sheltered world I I grew up in, and then suddenly went to this like ghetto kind of high school, and I just saw the red E thing in there. I was like, "Is that a PlayStation shirt?" Guy <laughs> <laughs> was like, "No, it's Rage Against the Machine." I was like, "Oh, what's that?" So. <laughs> oh man oh what's that uh, uh, I, don't, yeah, I don't even yeah. I'm not really a fan but anyway uh, alright let's uh, let's move on to going, uh, uh, yeah here uh, near Automatata Hakuna Matata Automatata it's uh, that Lion King sequel you never knew you wanted near Automatata yes, yes uh, with uh, transvestites and some stuff I don't yeah. I don't know yeah if we're going off of the You're first like, near it you're like a robot assassin lady or something. It's got bullet hell and hack and slash, and I'm looking forward to it. So. And fishing. Don't forget the fishing. Yeah. So anyway, that's that that's coming out uh, March seventh. I'm uh I'm kind of hoping my uh a, a friend of a friend of mine, Alan Avril, is working on that because he worked on the first one. So, um, or the localization for that anyway. Um, not really what I was hoping for as far as space combat goes, but uh, Dreadnought's coming to the PS4. Basically, if you're into gigantic uh, spaceships blowing the shit out of each other with like crazy ass weapons, well, you've you've got something coming. Uh, if not, uh, this clearly won't do anything for you. So, um, we talked about a little uh, a little Falcom on the last episode. Well, Ease Origin, which has been a Steam game for oh geez, I don't know, four years now, three years is. Um, and even older than that, just like PC, is uh, coming to the PS4 and the PS Vita February 21st. Uh, thanks, Exceed, again for always, always bringing the, always bringing the E stuff out here. Uh, let's, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm excited about that one because it's nice to be able to play. Because I was going to play it on my new laptop that uh, runs Windows 10, and apparently Ease Origins and Windows 10 just do not get along. So there. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Like an Marvel excuse my Vita, oh. so I'm looking, I what, might actually get it. Looks like an excuse for, for my Vita, so I might actually get it eventually. We'll see. Yeah, uh, and plus uh, the PSP ones are really good too. Uh, you could probably skip one and two, but Oath and Felgana and E7 are like really good if you're like wanting. Although E7's a little chatty, but Oath and Felgana's pretty good. So plus the soundtrack's okay. kick ass. So anyway, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite um, coming out. I. I like those games. I'm not. I, I was. I'm decent at. The, I was decent at them at one point. At the third one, at least. Um, I am. Go ahead. It's. 
I like I like watching that game at uh, Evo. <laughs> so, well, I think I'm more excited to watch the Evo than I am to actually play it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm kind of there with you on that. Like, I've never been very good at those. I, I sort of, like, for me, like, my favorite fighting game ever is Capcom vs. SNK 2. Um, I want a Capcom vs. SNK 3, but, I mean... I don't know why Capcom can't get the money it's together for that when they could put Tatsunoko All-Stars versus Capcom on the Wii, like, you know, yeah, eight years ago. That. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> oh, you can you can do that, but you can't do another Capcom versus SNK3. Okay, so yeah. anyway. We're, we're putting, putting the word Marvel in anything, like, prints money at this point, so they're, they're, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you. Um, My kind of, one question I, you're not question, but sort of like a lingering thought here is they called it, you know, in, infinite. So I'm wondering if this is going to be sort of the way a lot of games have been doling out content where they put up, rather than putting up a new iteration of it every few years or whatever, they just continually to roll out content for this game. Sort of like the way uh, Killer Instinct is doing it these days. Yeah, Street Fighter Five kind of did that too, and this is Capcom again. So yeah, we'll, uh, I hope it's closer to Killer Instinct than it was than it is to Street Fighter in terms of how they how they do it. Yeah, yeah, just a season pass thing basically would be nice. Um, one one thing I'm kind of actually excited about is seeing X in it for Mega Man X. So it's yeah, I mean Zero was a good fit, probably a better fit ultimately. But I I, I do like Mega Man X because he's not, I don't know. Let me some Dante. Dante's in there. So <laughs> you know, and uh, getting uh, 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 sort of the next bit of news here on that is uh, Ultimate Mar- Marvel vs. Capcom Three is out should be out now on the ps4 and uh coming to pc and xbox one in 2017 um i never got the chance to play as phoenix Wright, so i'm actually kind of looking forward to buying this thing now and playing as phoenix Wright. so i uh, originally only played the ultimate version when i finally got around to it so it's good it's a lot um yeah it's a good game it, i'm curious what they price it at <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, yeah, I guess we'll find out here shortly. Um, okay, next bit of news. Parappa Rapper... Yeah, jeez, I've always had a problem with this one. Parappa the Rapper, uh, Loco Roco, and Petapon are coming to the PS4. No official release date, but soon. And there should be a demo for Parappa Rapper uh, about the time this podcast goes up, hopefully. It's supposed to be out today, so we'll we'll see what happens with that. So that's kind of exciting. I'm, I, I, I'm kind of excited to see Parappa Rapper the ah, god whatever Parappa I'm just gonna say Parappa I'm even struggling seeing just Parappa now anyway I, I, I'm looking forward to actually playing that one again those are uh, three cool different kind of, of, of rhythm games they're cool yeah it's yeah. nice for them to be bringing these things up for another generation of people to play so especially like Loco Roco and Patapon were on the PSP and they came out kind of in the well Patapon more but they Patapon came out in the sort of like waning days of the PSP in the US. So Yeah. Oddly enough there was three of those things. Now that I think about it, but whatever. Yeah, they must have sold well yeah. enough for that for them to bring them, so I know the first one the first one at least was very well received. I don't know, I don't remember how I thought the third one I think the third one was mixed and I don't remember the site how well was it the second one was. Yeah, I think the third one was kind of like, oh, hell, here's another Patapon game. It's great. So, uh, anyway, next bit of news. Uh, this is something that I don't think either of us care about, but we're going to give it to you anyway because it's our job as journalists. <coughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Jesus, I can't even keep a straight face trying to say that. Uh, Crash Bandicoot, Insane Trilogy. Uh, there's a new trailer. It's still coming out in 2017, and I... 
yeah, this is not something I think either one of us is interested in, and I don't know anybody on staff that's interested in this. So I don't, it, you know. it gets me right in the childhood, and not in a good way. Because I, mean, I, I played when I was because I'm, I am younger than you. We go over this all the time. <laughs> I'm noticed. I'm significant. I am a. My first console was a PlayStation One. Uh, yeah, when you tell uh, me that, that was like my third generation or yeah. yeah, third generation of stuff. I was like, oh god, okay. Yeah. And me, and my dad, me, me, and my dad played the first Crash Bandicoot a lot together. We beat, it, we ended up beating it together when I was young. Um, well, as long as we so don't I, have a Jen do, Frank from One Up moment here with you and your dad playing Crash Bandicoot. Um, it, 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 Long time listeners of like One Up podcast will know what the hell I'm talking about. But anyway, move on. Sorry. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Um, and I'm just going to say the art style choice for the new Crash Bandicoot is not what I would have went with. <laughs> it's it looks it looks odd. It doesn't it, it looks like it moves slow too. It looks different. I yeah, <laughs> it can move on. It's it was just it's just playing. I, yeah, I know those games on. aren't they, aren't the best platformers of all time, but they they're iconic platformers. So yeah, no, yeah, I mean they. They, they have a place in history, and sometimes things need to stay in history, but, well, here we are, drudge up the corpse. Um, okay, yeah. next bit of news. This is uh, big for um, people waiting for Shenmue, which is probably going to be like 2019 at this point. Um, <laughs> no one's waiting for Shenmue. That is a lie. There's like 10 people. There's, there can't be more than 10 people. <laughs> I, you know what? I paid for the damn thing, so I'm one of them. So proportionately, I mean, we're looking at a 50% ratio. I mean, what is it? Like 60,000 people actually back that thing, which they're, when you think about it, isn't a masochists. whole lot. They're monsters. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I, I, I'm, I'm just hoping uh, Yu Suzuki's kind of like learned something in the last, you know, 15 years of game design that's kind of come about. Probably closer to 20, because I think this game was originally supposed to be for the Saturn, so... Anyway, um, yeah, so if you were a fan of, like, what Shenmue was trying to do, uh, I've got some good news for you. Yakuza, the series that kind of secretly became Shenmue, or Shenmue secretly became, uh, is we're getting three of them over the course of 18 months. Um, we are getting Yakuza 0, January 2017. Uh, Yakuza Kiwami, which is a remake of the first one, which is nigh unplayable uh, these days on the PS2. Uh, that is coming out in the summer of 2017. And Yakuza 6, we are getting early 2018. So uh, as if the front end of the year wasn't like padded enough, we're getting you know Yakuza 0, which... I mean, these games are gigantic, so... I, yeah, I... The first three months of this year are going to be better than most game. It feels like most years for games in general, but I guess we'll see what happens. So, um, let's see. Now the the big big reveal that I, I this is like really the only like gigantic reveal I think. But and this game is a ways off. Is The Last of Us Part Two? Uh, this one is going to take part, or basically you're going to be taking control of Ellie. Now, Ellie's clearly a little bit older. She looks maybe like she's in her early 20s, would you guess, in this trailer? I'd say uh, late teens, early 20s. Yeah, somewhere around there. So she's so. probably tacked on about... It's probably This probably takes place about five more years, or about five years down the line from the original, so... Yeah. Um, uh, Joel's in there, too. That, yeah, he looks a little more grizzled than expected. I, I didn't think I, he could look more grizzled, just, but there we are. Yeah, yeah they... Uh, First one is a great, great game. I and the ending of the first one is fantastic. I that's why I'm. I I know it, 
this game's probably going to be really good. Let's eat. I just hope they don't ruin the entire ending of the first Last of Us. It's, I uh, think I. I... Um, I read a, I forget which site I was just reading a story on while we were setting up. Um, but it may have been Kotaku, but whoever, um, somebody from Naughty Dog was saying that they literally like were like going through scripts, trying to figure out a good story to follow up on that wouldn't really like step on the toes of the original, the last of us. So I'm hoping that this, this, uh, yeah, kind of takes that into account, but. I you know I got a lot of faith in Naughty Dog. They they they, they do good work. Yeah. So yes, they do. Yes, they do. Um, it's just that it's just that ending is very special in games. It's very unique in games because it's it's very restrained, which games tend to not do. Um, you yeah, don't say. Yeah, yeah. No, they did. They did a marvelous job wrapping that game up. So. Um. Other other news. You know, Cooney Two got a trailer. Um. It nearly lost me about five or ten seconds in with the names that they were spouting out. <laughs> yeah, there is a little, a... I was just like, "What in the god's name are you talking about?" But then you got to remember it's a Japanese game, and yeah, so it's just like, okay, it's let's just get past the hurdle there. So I mean, I, I, you know, I was just praising a game called Ease that's spelled Y S. So I don't, I don't know if I can really make fun of Nino Kuni too much. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it that Nino you know, Kuni uh. It actually interested me. The first one, when I read reviews, it seemed like it had this had a slow, very slow beginning, very very slow beginning, which turned me. That's what turned me away from most JRPGs. Is mm-hmm. a slow beginning, a slow beginning and a grind. Uh, but this one looked, the combat looked faster paced, which is always, it's all, which always piques, always piques my interest. So I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna keep an eye on this one again. It's next year, and next year's gonna be busy. So. We'll yeah, yeah. It, it didn't say like specifically when next year, right? No, I mean it just says 2017. So uh, of course it could be pushed. Uh, it's a Japanese. It's a Japanese game, and those tend to get pushed at least once. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Um. Let's see. Jesus, is it? I've always struggled with the title or the names of these, but Dan Ganropa, Rampa. Uh, Dan Ganropa. <laughs> Dang and Rumpa. Okay, yeah, man, I am, I am I, I'm doing good here with names today. So yeah, anyway, um, third one of that's coming to the PS4, right? Uh, yes, the and Vita. I'm assuming they're both on Vita. The, the first let's, two are on Vita. Let's let's so. not assume anything with the Vita. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's fair. Uh, also, the first two are coming out on PS4 next year. Also, I think beginning of the year so at some point. That's <laughs> maybe right. next oh, month. Oh, hey, look, even more top-loaded or front-loaded <laughs> year. Holy yeah. God! Uh, luckily, I played the. I, I own those. Uh, I do recommend them if you're if if you're a fan of anime for sure. Uh, if you like th- that courtroom stuff from Phoenix Wright, it's got a lot of that. It's got some, some of that in there for sure. A good chunk of that game. Dark courtroom. visual novels. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, so next, uh, uh, wipeout wipeout collection. Um, hopefully that's uh, I mean, it, it. I don't know. Wipeout wipeout always was sort of like one of those things I enjoyed, but it was never really. I don't I don't know if I. Uh, I don't want to say like it. It never really filled the F zero hole because I don't even know if F zero actually ever filled that hole for me. Like F zero, <laughs> like it seems like one of those things in my brain. Like I liked the idea of F zero a lot. And then going back and playing F Zero games, I'm like, you know, I don't know if I actually like these that much. So, 
Yeah, I'm very picky with racing games. I usually there's very few that I like. So and well, yeah. Wipeout's cool. Wipeout, it's 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 fun to watch at least and play for a little bit. So. Yeah, they're very fast. I, I I will give them that, and they're typically pretty pretty. So um, okay. next, uh, Ace Combat Seven um, technically looks really nice. Uh, and how did you describe this one? Hella anime. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's hella anime. Fair. I expect you. Yeah. I expect you to change your uh, your Twitter handle to Hella Anime now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. God, I I um. I forget what it was, the 360 version, but, I, you know, we were talking about that off the air. Um, ever since then, maybe it was even before, but that was, like, the first one I really played. But, like, Ace Combat's been, just been anime. It's, yeah, there's, there's something in that with, like, the new Pokemon game, too. But I'm going to talk about that with Vanessa tomorrow, so I'll save that for later. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's coming. And if you're into a really pretty fighting, or you know fighter jet game that has a lot of anime tropes this seems to be the way to go <laughs> in that uh, very jam-packed anime jet genre this is probably the best one yeah there we go yeah i mean it, it's noma cross plus but anyway um and <laughs> the last little bit i've got here this is just stuff that just kind of quietly uh just got pushed out to the uh the ps4 and the vita and i guess the psvr if you want to whatever um let it die, which is Suda's new game, which I watched the trailer twice and I still don't know what the hell is going on in that game or what it is or what it's supposed to be. How you know it's a Suda game? <laughs> That's very true. That's how I know I probably also won't buy it because I have no idea what the hell is going on. Um, Mother Russia bleeds. Uh, if you're into Double Dragon or stuff like that, this seems a very uh, we'll say dark version. I mean, yeah, sure, a lot of dra- dra- Double Dragon <laughs> Two started with uh, the guy coming out and just shooting your girlfriend in the stomach and killing her, but um, yeah, this this seems very dark. Um, oh, John, I was talking over you. What did you say? Uh, about what? I was. Mother Russia. I was saying, oh, a lot of drugs. <laughs> like the theme of that game is drugs. You shoot up a lot of drugs in yeah. that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, it looks pretty dark. I'm actually kind of glad I didn't watch the trailer when my kids were around because, gooey. I mean, it was, yeah, part of that was yeah. the guy beating a guy <clears throat> until his like skull caved in and an eyeball popped out. It's like, okay, well, thanks for the warning. Um, also, we've got Gauru, Mark of the Wolves for the PS4, one of the finest fighting games ever made. Now on the now available on the PS4, so it's okay. I believe it's backwards compatible on the Xbox One if you have the 360 version. So I mean, now there's like no excuse not to have this thing. If you're an Xbox fanboy, you can have it. If you're a PS4 fanboy, you you can have it. So yeah. If you're a fighter fan, you owe it yourself to try that game. It's really good. <laughs> I agree, and also um, it's kind of cool to see uh, you know. Um, is it Andy? Andy Bogart or Terry? Which one? Oh, Terry Bogart. I always get the Terry. Terry. Terry so Andy? It, it... There's two. There's the Bogarts. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember which one. Which, which one's the hat? Oh God! Terry's I didn't lose hat. any credit I had. I'm pretty sure that's Terry. Anyway, sure the hat, the, ter- the, one the Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the one with the hat. It, it's kind of cool to see him like old, in an older role. He basically teaches, or he's basically like the the teacher for one of the other characters in the game. So. Who made it? Oh, who's also? Oh God, he's Geese's son, Rock. That's it, Rock Howard. He's Geese's son. Yeah. So if you're a King of Fighters person, and yeah, it, it's a little, it's a little convoluted. But uh, they, he also made it into uh, Capcom vs. SNK two. One of the 
other finest fighting games ever made. So, uh, Lara Croft Go is on PS4 and the Vita right now. And if you are one of the many, I don't know, uh, people who have a PlayStation VR, uh, Surgeon Simulator is now available on there too. So, um, as far as the PlayStation experience goes, I think that is everything I have. Um, uh, I, I got a few couple. I guess there's uh, just this quick uh, view for trailers for games. If anyone wants to watch them, uh, Gravity Rush Two has a new trailer. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn has a new one, one showing off more of the beasts. I believe I haven't watched it, but uh, if you're if you're interested, there's that. Um, there's a new <laughs> Last Guardian trailer. <laughs> uh, you know, if you, you know, it, 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 if you're still in doubt that it's coming out Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, Neo has a, Neo also has a new trailer. It's it's like Samurai Dark Souls is what it's it's what it seems to uh, be inspired by. Um, and uh, that's it. Oh, uh, Pyre is a new game from Supergiant. The Bastion guys looks interesting. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's like a like a yeah. I don't. Act. I'm not a no. But yo, you didn't like Bastion. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of Super Giant, honestly. Oh, uh, oh, well, this looks interesting. Hold on, Dino Frontier revealed for PlayStation VR coming sometime in 2017. Oh, I saw that. I didn't, um, get, I didn't get around. Uh, to, didn't get around to watching the trailer for that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know what it is, but I, I, I see the word Dino <laughs> and anything in it. I, I'm immediately grabbed. I'm like dinosaurs. Oh, All I right, know. let's I take know. a look. You said dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> Why aren't there more um, dinosaur games? <laughs> I really have no idea what in the hell is going on in this trailer, but if I have to pick up a PlayStation VR for this game, I'm going to be kind of pissed off because I, I I really don't know what's going on, but it's like cowboys and dinosaurs eating okay. each other. Okay. Okay. I, I, I might be in. I might be in. I might be in. I might be picking up a PlayStation VR now when this comes out. So. That sounds magical. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I picked up that turd arc uh, survival evolved for for the Xbox One because it has dinosaurs in it, and I'm like, oh, this is like Minecraft but with dinosaurs. Uh, okay. <laughs> Man, we need anyway, a dinosaur um, game. what else you got? I think that is uh, GT Sports got a trailer. Um, That's right. The new Windjam- uh, Windjammers is getting brought to PS4 and Vita with online play. Um. Akuma's coming to Street Fighter Five, and and of course, as mentioned again, Nac Two is coming. Uh, you just gotta hold on to your butts. Nac Two is coming. Nac is back, baby. Oh God, it's back, the... baby. Uh, you know, I wish there was a way I could put these put the sound clip of you saying that as the title for the episode somehow. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, I think it wraps up the PlayStation experience thing. So um, we're going to take another quick break here and uh, move on to what we've been playing because uh, John's been playing something I really want to talk about here and also a little uh, a little a little segment that uh, I don't have a name for yet, but we might be doing this weekly to shame myself into maybe buying less video games. Uh, anyway,
spoilery, but if you're not really that big of a deal with spoilers for Titanfall 2, then don't worry about it. Anyway, um, real quick, this is the segment that I wanted to do. Like I said, I, 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 I've discussed this before on this podcast, that I have a problem with buying entirely too many video games. I'm in the 2000s range of owning video games, and I, I, I can't keep buying games like this because it's getting to the point that it's like disturbing. I have more games than I think I will ever be able to play. Like I'm at that point now where I could stop working and doing anything else and not even writing or socializing, and I could probably have enough stuff to keep me busy till I'm 50. So, um, so here are the games that I bought. We'll say just since the last podcast, so about two weeks ago, uh, on the Wii U eShop, I bought Fast Racing Neo, which is like an F Zero racer. Uh, okay, I bought I Street Fighter. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I know that. I know that is. I've seen that. It's, uh, okay. Keep going. Street Fighter Stop. Five on the PS4. <laughs> okay. Bioshock, the Bioshock collection on the Xbox One. You don't even like Bioshock. Why'd you buy no, that? I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I kind of like the second <laughs> one, and that's kind of why I bought it. So the second one, the second one's okay. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. good. I, I like Infinite uh, quite a bit. I think Infinite holds up. But uh, anyway, I'm gonna disagree. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, River City, Tokyo Rumble. I uh, bought the physical version. Uh, so this is actually, I double dipped on this game because I bought it digitally because I didn't think it was coming out physically. Um, and then I saw Natsume's, uh, who was the publisher's page, that they put a version with a uh, keychain in it. So I bought that. So I spent $60 on a 3DS game. What was that? For a keychain? Yeah, pretty much. John, I told you, I have problems. <laughs> All right, we're, we're going we're gonna... to... We're gonna figure that out because this list keeps going. Okay, Mortal Kombat XL for the PS4. That's a Mortal Kombat's good. <laughs> if okay. you want to, if you play it. Okay, this one I'm very ashamed of, but it's because I actually want to play it to see how bad it is. Mighty Number no. Nine on the Xbox One. You oh man, okay we we are both huge uh, Mega Man fans, and the fact that you put money down on that game to support that piece of shit. <laughs> oh. oh, I know, I know. But I've bought every uh, Mega Man on the Virtual Console and all the X games on the Virtual Console, so it's like you know, it kind of balances itself out. Hell, I bought the end of or uh, what is it, the uh, the Legacy Collection Legacy. Twi- twice? Yeah, yeah. PS4 bought, and on the uh, 3DS. So I bought that uh, last week on the Black Friday sale. It's really but good. Zavaldi did a fine job working on that i mean it wasn't all him but man you want to you want you want to get you want to get somebody to properly curate a game that's the man to do it so i ran i ran through the first one and the little second one that's uh it's good it's really good all right all right anyway Uh, next next mirror's edge catalyst for the xbox one i don't really like mirror's edge personally that's that's understandable um yeah inside for the xbox one i need to buy that yeah there you go uh hyperlight drifter for the xbox one that game looks cool. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it sure does. I don't know if I'll ever play it, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Aqua Moto Racing Utopia on the PS4 because I kind of want a Wave Race game, and this seems like it's a Wave Race game, so... Aqua Moto Racing Utopia. That sounds... That just sounds like a mobile game. You... You, <laughs> uh, you have no idea how hard I was, like, having to look at... Like, I was looking up and down at my TV and then onto my phone as I'm inputting into my, like, my catalog app. And I'm like, is yeah. that really the name of this game? Is that the right? I'm like, okay, that's the right name. Uh, Dead Island, a retro revenge on the Xbox One, just because it's a side scrolling beat em up. They don't look kind of stupid. It was like five bucks, so whatever. Uh, uh, song of... Okay, I don't like beat em up. Okay, 
the personal yeah. personal taste. Yeah. Song of the Deep for the Xbox One. <laughs> I've heard that's okay. <laughs> yep, yep, I know. I got problems. And um <laughs> I, I, I can justify this one. Uh Soul Calibur 2 HD for the Xbox 360, okay. which is backwards it's, compatible. It's the great fighting game too. <laughs> yep. so, yeah. Doesn't have a leak in it, which is upsetting, but whatever. So that's, anyway, that is everything I've purchased in the last uh, we'll say two weeks. So that like I said. I've got a problem. I'm going to do this every single podcast, I think, now to shame myself into doing this or to hopefully stop doing this, like, pissing away of money onto video games I'm never going to play. So hopefully if I listen back and hear how much I bought and see how much I bought every week, it's going to disturb me. So and if, I, if I judge all of them, you know, that's probably helped too. By yeah, maybe it's like, why did you buy that? Yeah. Mighty Believe number me, as nine? As, I, as soon as I pull the trigger on Mighty number nine, I'm like, why did I fucking do that? But it's it's supposed it's it's one of those things like I'm curious enough that I want to see how bad it is. So I can I can understand that I guess I would I kind of want to also, but yeah, it was ten bucks. Maybe it'll probably it'll be free eventually. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's probably gonna be on PlayStation uh, Plus like in February with my luck. So. Oh, just, anyway, just let's uh, let's move on. Let's move on here because we've got yeah, oh, we got we got a lot to talk about here still. Um, Titanfall two played the campaign and um, absolutely loved it. I I was completely astounded at how much fun this game was. And yeah, um, yeah. this is going to sound like an odd. It's not a complaint. It's not really a criticism. But I don't think there was enough combat in that because I wanted yes. more. I think the thing is, is that you're such you are such a killing machine in that game that it feels like you barely fight anything because you you go through thing enemies so fast as and uh, I feel like if okay I've played the game on um I've been, I played it on master which is the highest difficulty mm-hmm. and that turned into more of a Call of Duty game because running around gets you killed faster and I'm gonna be honest that kills a lot of the awesome pacing that game has um make and Takes and taking away your ability to move at will kind of, uh, I think hurts the game. So I think them going with less fighting benefits the campaign a little more in the end. So. On those on those crazy difficulty levels, though, like I, I played it on normal and like I, I I I got killed frequently enough, but like I Jesus God, I enjoyed the I enjoy like. Just going through um, some of those segments. I mean, like running on a wall, jumping off, or like double jumping off of it, turning around, shotgunning somebody in the head, running on the floor, and then like yeah. sliding and then uppercutting somebody to death. I'm just like, I, good God, I feel like a badass in this game. Um, the one section, like, I really wish I had gotten more of, and I wish there was more of it, um, was the second. The second to the last stage. Basically, it was the um, the storming of oh. Normandy with Titans. Oh yeah, that's uh, and you're just you just fight so many Titans in there. It's it's uh, and is that before you get to the ship that you're running on the ship? Is that the mission yeah. before that? Oh yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's uh, that's, I think, and that's like right after Effect and Cause. The uh, well, I, this is gonna get this is. This will be the spoilery part. Um, the yeah. important yeah, spoiler part right part. here. Skip ahead like three minutes or four minutes. Because uh, effect and cause is the 
that's the mission in this game, as far as I'm concerned. If you have to play, you have to name one mission that people are going to be talking about at the end of the year, um, it's affecting, and for years to come, uh, it's affecting cause because that game it introduces a time mechanic that is so well implemented in a game that you would never expect it to be in. It's insane how well it works. Uh, you uh, like. I read a I read an article recently from Waypoint where they interviewed them about specifically about that level and how they designed it, and they basically made two levels and they stacked them on top of each other. So when you when you time you're actually teleporting your character to the other level, and they had to design it to where you never teleport to the wrong spot ever when you're doing that at any time. So, oh man, <laughs> it's. Yeah, I'm sorry. You 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 talk about you can talk about it too. I'm sorry. It's just uh, oh no no, no 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 I no I, I want to let you. I haven't been able to tell no, anyone because no, no. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. But it's yeah, it's 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 astounding. Um, I and I love that it wasn't just like you blink back and forth between time periods, and it's like blinking to one is like an automatic like oh I'll just set myself up here and I'm safe. Um, because you go to the the, the past. And you've got the regular soldiers everywhere. You you blink back up to the present, and then there's those gigantic dog things that are just ready to rip you limb from limb yeah. that are popping out. And then the robots. It's just like there is no safety. It is a matter of just it, it takes the mechanic of constantly having to move in Titanfall to stay alive, and adds another layer onto it. And it's it is truly like one of those things in like game design that was just like holy god. If they had if they had managed to pull off making a whole game like this. I, I, I would have returned that goddamn thing to Redbox and just went out and found a place I could buy it for $60. Yeah, it's so good. It's it's crazy. They, they end it, and you just want more. And you know, and it's and the rest of the game is great after that. Like it does, It's not like the game like drops down a cliff after that. Like The rest of the game is great. But this single mission <laughs> is, so, is so indicative of how good that respawn is at designing a level and designing... Uh, in the, the platforming sections, we get to like there's one we get to drop down a hole with a bunch of with a vent, and you have to click you have to click your time thing just uh, and they they timed it just right to where it feels like you're just skirting death, but um, it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel cheap at all because you're you gotta click you gotta switch fast each time it's like it's like fire debris and then the fans and the fire and debris and the fans. Um, there's collectibles in this one that are that are like. Based on where, uh, based on time, having to get them. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a cool thing where the they do a smart thing uh, so when you're in combat in this is that you can see where the, other, the enemies are. There's like a blue haze as to where the enemies are in the other timeline, so you can actually position yourself just right, um, making so you fe- so you never feel like you're uh, you're uh, teleporting back into a bad situation. It's, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> so got yeah, I, good. I, um, I wrote a review for uh, Gemini Heroes Reborn earlier yeah. this year, and that was sort of one of those games that, like, I love the idea and I love what they did. It just it, there wasn't enough polish in there, and like you know, I mean, the story was stupid, but I mean, it's whatever. Um, but 
the ideas of what they did with time travel, like in a game, just like astounded me. And I was like, I want more of this. I want a more polished version of this. And Titanfall 2 very nearly hit exactly what I was hoping for. If they had managed a way for you to stop bullets and throw them back, yeah, or like, I it, there, there was just so much little stupid shit that you could do in Gemini that, um, one of my favorite things was like stopping or like just stopping time, grabbing a bad guy with like telekinesis and running him through his own bullets. Like you literally just walk him through them and then start time back up and he just drops dead. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. It's, yeah, it's, this is a game. Yeah, yeah I'm just, it, there's so much more they could. They could. I hope I hope they get to make a, another one because. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I, because of the like terrible flop that the Heroes Reborn thing was, um, I I don't see another one. But hopefully, they just take the idea and run with it because, like I said, just it was a lack of polish. Uh, this was, uh, this is always something that's like interesting in video games where the sequels tend to be better, whereas in like movies, the sequels kind of slowly kind of go down a quality spiral. But you you get the initial idea of a video game and the sequel ends up like taking that and running with it. And like, I want somebody to run with it. Cause God, Titanfall two did such a good job of doing this. And it wasn't even the same damn company. So it's like, okay, if you have the company that had these ideas and maybe gave them a little more money and a little more time and a better license or just, you know, let them create their own thing. Like, God, there could have been so much with that game that just, that would have been like one of those like surprise hits of the years for me. I mean, or this year, like even, even as it is now, like looking back at it, it's still one of those games. Like I had no intention of playing and I got a review code for it, um, for another site and I played it and I was just like, there is something to this game. But anyway, um, back on Titanfall because we're not talking about Gemini. Uh, the, yeah. <laughs> um, um, I want to talk there, about the mission, there was, the other mission or before that one too, the uh, factory mission. That's the, that's the, uh, because I was talking when I, when I talked about it the, a couple weeks ago, I said it's got a very slow. I don't know. I hope I don't know if you agree with me. I, I think the, uh, it has a very slow beginning, at least uh, slow burn at the beginning of Titanfall two. Uh, you know what? I I the first I would even say like the first level of it, I was kind of like, eh, I don't know if I'm feeling yeah. this. And then yeah, I would say like no. right after like that first section where you get BT, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of getting this now. Yeah, and that, but I think I, I I agree with that sentiment. And then I, but I feel like when you when you realize how good this campaign actually is, is when you get to that factory where they're building those like houses, and it's. Mm-hmm. And I told you guys there was a lot. I got a Portal vibe from this game. It was the, I the very beginning of Portal Two when they make when the factory gets put together and all that stuff and like your room gets pulled apart is how it's like. I feel like they made that level and then asked you to platform through it, um, which. Yeah, I, I, that was, I don't know, uh, who, I don't know, whoever came up with this campaign idea, like, just give them more money, shovel more money at them to create more stuff like this, because good yeah. God, that was, that was a phenomenal experience. I mean, you know, I, I was pretty down on the Battlefield 1 thing. I enjoyed it for the most part, but just how, like, silly it seemed to be in something so dour. Uh, uh, it just, but this, like this really hit and God damn, if like, I couldn't find a single gun. I didn't enjoy shooting. Yeah. They all, cause I mean, respawn, if you don't know, they came from their company that came, uh, Vince Ampella and, um, fuck, uh, it's Ingenito. Uh, 
I can't remember the name. I can't remember the other guy's name uh, from Infinity Ward. Don't look at me for uh, an assist on this one. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're the two guys that uh, act, act, left Activision after the uh, Modern Warfare 2 uh, uh, situation with their with pay. Yeah. Um, and they they started respawn. It uh, it's it's crazy to me how the they designed in Call of Duty 4 like a, a iconic uh, all gillied up mission, which is one of the best stealth missions in a shooter ever ever designed. <laughs> And they could create a game that's complete, the complete opposite of that, and it'd be just as goddamn good. Yeah. Um, no, I, they, I, I agree. I, I'm, I'm astounded at what Respawn pulled with this. I, this is, I kind of wish I was into multiplayer stuff more because I would have, like, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, like, part of me is thinking now. I mean, the price is just dropping on this game. Maybe I should just pick it up and buy or and play it online because it's, it is a ton of damn fun to play. The uh, multiplayer is free this weekend. Uh, if this goes up in time, maybe people will get to play it. But the there is a free, uh, it's free for everyone this weekend to play. Uh, and they just released a new map. Uh, it's a remaster of a map from Titanfall One, as well as some cosmetic stuff that you can pay for if you if you're into that. Um, I don't think that, uh, but yeah, this, the multiplayer is literally, it feels, the movement feels the exact same from the campaign and it, like the the movement in that game is literally, if you can, um, if you can think, if you think of, think of doing it, you can probably do it in in that game. Uh, it's, it's so good. Uh, it's that campaign is the only thing, if it wasn't for doom, this would be my favorite shooter of the year. Uh, favorite campaign of the year it wasn't for doom but i they're yeah. very close and, uh, and doom's I, doom's considerably longer too so yeah uh it's it's a better package than doom overall because of the multiplayer but if you if you if you're going pound for pound campaign wise i think doom um is pay is great throughout i think titanfall is a slow burn that leads to some fantastic fantastic stuff yeah i will i mean Greta, you don't see him very often but um my my only complaint is like the game looks great except the humans there they've got that weird yeah. clay kind of ugly face thing going on but i mean it's it's like it cares like the characters you know you see them in the ending segment i'm like they, ugh. but yeah it's uh it's like there was a few times like i actually stopped to just look around and i was like wow this game looks really good yeah the story is uh and again the story's all right it's uh nothing nothing crazy bt is cool um He's, he's. I think he's a little. I, you know, little, I did enjoy little, the. I, I think he's a little better than your typical like uh, robot buddy. Uh, I you know there was a part where I forget what the hell you t- you tell BT, um, and the sex. you get a choice to like you know be sarc or be, like sarcastic to him, and you know he's like I I detect sarcasm or whatever, and then later on he's he says something. Um, and you say, ha ha ha, you're hilarious, BT, or you're very funny. And then he, he said, uh, like, apparently or something like that. I'm just like, yeah, I, I, I really got like kind of grew fond of BT. Like he's not, they, I don't think they did a very good job of balancing him trying to be amusing and endearing and also him being like robotic and kind of like not a character, you know, they, they, yeah. they hit a nice middle ground with that. So, yeah. And they're, uh, he's. He's great. Um, uh, that's a great. It's, yeah, I don't have much yeah. else to say about Titanfall Two. It's it, if uh, you're into single player campaigns, pick this, uh, go rent it, pick it up, buy it. I don't care. Just do something to get this thing. I might actually just go buy it now, just because I kind of, I kind of want it on my shelf now at this point. Um, yeah, so yeah, if you, if you ever like multiplayer like style multiplayer, 
pick it up too. Like this is that multiplayer is got it's damn great too. It's that that game deserves. Is love. it going to be where I end up dead in three seconds after spawning like it like I did in Call of uh, Duty? Yeah, but at least you're doing cool platforming while it's happening. And and it's pretty oh, easy to okay. get a mech. And, and it's not too it's not too hard to get a mech either. And that it, you pro- and uh, that can that can actually uh, give you give you a boost when you when you feel like you're getting your ass kicked. It's getting in that mech. Uh, and, yeah, like it's a good game. It needs it needs needs more love. Uh, critics critics adore it. It needs yeah. more sales love. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, John, we we are getting in a time crunch here. So let's let's get on Final Fantasy 15. You've been playing this, and about how many hours have you played? I've put about 30 hours in now. Actually, I think. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's a lot. Okay. Yeah. Are you on vacation or something? Or are you just not sleeping? <laughs> um, I I had a couple of days off uh, this week, so yeah, I was playing. I I picked it. I had a friend that was like super pumped for this game, and I and I wasn't. And he got me. I had some days off, and he got me. He got me pumped. So I'm like, I, then I saw the reviews the morning it came out, the, the day before it came out, and I saw they were all positive. Like no, they weren't like overwhelmingly like uh, 9.5 or 10 out of 10 or whatever. But it was like some good reviews. Like Andrew Reiner gave it 8.5 on Game Informer. So I'm like, all right, I'll give I'll give this a shot. And 30 hours later, I really like Final Fantasy 15. Like it's. It is a weird fucking game. It's uh, it's not much like it. I'll say that. Okay, so okay, so let me let me run down a couple of the questions I got here. So, driving the car, how does that feel? It, uh, so you, you okay, driving the car is literally on rails. Like you cannot, if you are driving it, you literally cannot go off the road. You can. Uh, it is. You can ride well the car be, though, right? It might, you can, yeah, you can accelerate and you can U-turn if you need to turn off and you can, you can make the turns. Um, but it's, it is, it is about as close to on rail, on rails you can get without literally being on rails. Uh, what I do personally and, and, uh, what some people might not, is you can have your boy Ignis, uh, he's the driver actually. He's the, generally your driver and he will drive for you. Mm-hmm. And you, and you will just chill in the car. You and you guys are just chill in the car, having some conversation while you drive to your next place. It, you can also uh, fast travel to uh, certain places you've been to eventually. Uh, okay. Once you, but if you're when you're just driving around doing some side quests and stuff, uh, you just chill in the car, and you have and they have like every soundtrack to every Final Fantasy. You, you can buy them as you go, and you can listen to that in the car as you're driving. Um. It's now one complaint I've heard about that is that it's not very loud. It's not loud enough. Um, yeah, to it, actually it, it, hear some of this stuff. Uh, sometimes, yeah. It de- the, and then some of them have really like slow openings, and it's hard to tell that they started. Sometimes, and oh, okay. uh, yeah, and there's also they're not. I haven't really found a way to to organize them very well. Then you kind of just click through them, and there's a lot. I mean, I have a lot of soundtracks now that I've bought as I've as I found them in different uh, shops. Uh, so I, I haven't really found a way to just like go to uh, go to the right to the soundtrack you want. You can set like shuffle and and re and repeat and like stuff like that or loops uh, if you if that's what you're into. Like you want to loop one one winged yeah. angel for like, 
for an hour while you're driving, uh, which it doesn't take an hour to drive. You're a monster, takes... but yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you're that person, <laughs> um, you can do that. But I really, I find the driving oddly relaxing. Like, I'll I'll get in the car, I'll set up my, my point, the, the the drive you can look at the you can look at the pretty scenery because this is a pretty game, um, and I I'll check my phone I'll do what I have to do real quick and then I'll get back to playing some Final Fantasy like I can easily see people hating that it is it is a weird fucking choice in a in a in a game <laughs> <laughs> it is I yeah I don't I didn't I thought I didn't expect to, to appreciate it as much as I do, but it's it's oddly re- this game is really relaxing in a in a fun in an interesting way, and I appreciate that. Uh, okay, um, how? Else you okay, yeah. explain to me a little bit about like the camping thing because I I haven't totally grasped that concept. Okay, uh, have you played Monster Hunter? <laughs> Briefly. Okay. Uh, Enough that I'm not gonna play Monster Hunter. No, that's fair. That's that's uh, that's like uh, well, you know that in in Monster Hunter, you make you make different foods to buff yourself, uh, and what they give you different, different stat buffs. Um, right. Well, and in this game, when you camp, if you decide to camp, you can also stay at uh, motels or like inns and stuff. Which, if you stay at those places, you get a uh, XP uh, XP bonus uh, and multi- a multiplier. When because when you sleep, that's when your XP is calculated. And when you level up, um, okay. And a certain place, and they give you different levels of XP bonus. If you uh, camp, that's when you uh, your bo- your boy Ignis again, who's the driver, is also the cook, and he will cook you up meals, which give you different stat bo- uh, stat boosts like. Maybe you get like 500 extra health. Everyone gets 500 extra health, and their um, uh, and their stamina uh, recharges quicker, uh, and stuff like that. And you re- you require these recipes throughout the game. Maybe you eat if you if you go to a place and eat some if you buy some food there and eat it. It needs to be like oh new recipe, and maybe you oh I'll, and he'll make his own little recipe based off of that dish. Or maybe you pick up a new ingredient in the wilderness. And like frequently happens is it just be like fucking twenty yards away from you and like I've got it and everyone will stop what they do and turn around and he's like a new recipe because he's fucking British as shit uh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's we'll talk about the characters I'm sure you have character questions probably um, uh, these these motherfuckers yeah. you're, you're Mary Band the dipshits uh, but. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and also when you're camping, um, uh, Gladiolus, your the buff your buff dude that's got a great because he, he doesn't wear a shirt because he's got such a great fucking chest. I guess uh, <laughs> uh, he just doesn't need a shirt. Why would you? Why why would you not want to show off your man chest? Uh, and his fucking tribal sleeves he's got going on, and his rocker mullet. Uh, he is your like survivalist guy, and he'll set up a camp, and he'll get a bu- and uh, he'll also pick up um, potions and stuff like randomly after battles, uh, which is nice. Uh, so yeah, when you can't and the camping, uh, yeah, it's just a it's it's just a if you're going on a hunt, which is where the other monster hunter thing comes in. If you 
uh, you can sleep beforehand, get some buffs, and then go out there and kill some shit. It's kind of like, um, and if you're out in the wilderness, at nighttime is pretty dangerous, especially early on in the game. Uh, I've gotten to the point to where now I'm high enough, I'm pretty over-leveled um, for at least the area I'm in. I, I think there is a second map in this game. I could be wrong. I probably should have said that. I'm not, um, I've kind of avoided stuff about this game, but I'm pretty over-leveled. I'll, I'll, I'll keep the stuff I know to myself. Yeah. Um, I know some I, I know some endgame stuff. Um, uh, just from like trailers and stuff. Uh, but okay. uh, I'm pretty over-leveled. Nighttime generally is like uh, the first few hours I was playing the game, I, there's, that's when the fiends come out is at night, and they're like and uh, like they'll be like level thirty characters like early on in the game, and you can't and they'll come, and even if you drive also Ignis won't drive at night because it's like it's fucking scary out there at night. He's like I'm not driving because demons will like pop out in the middle of the road <laughs> and attack you, and you have to stop and fight them. Uh, oh, and, okay. uh, yeah, that's kind of nuts. You can, uh, you, if you have any, uh, what, what's the next question? <laughs> I guess a lot of we got. Uh, Okay, so this whole game is being kind of, uh, this whole game is kind of being bandied about as a uh, as a road trip with your bros. How how does it actually? I mean, this is a weird question, but like, how does it actually like feel? Does it actually feel like like hey, these guys are all like does does it feel natural or does it feel kind of silly? Yeah. Okay. I will. I would never hang out with any any of these people in my life, probably. But I believe that these guys are friends. With our friends with each other, <laughs> that if that answers that question anyway, I will. Because you're you're chilling, you're driving around in the car, you're doing side quests. There's a shit ton of side quests in this game, by the way. There's an, there's an achievement for doing like 80, and I'm pretty sure there are a couple hundred side quests in this game. Uh, and I'm I've done literally today all I did was all I did was side quests. I'm I've heard the main story is about. 20 hours on average for people, and I think I could finish it pretty quick if I uh, got to, because I'm pretty high-leveled now. I'm about halfway through it, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, I've just been, but I've just been running around. Like, every every time I, it's like, oh, I'm going to get back to the main story now, I've run into some other, something out. Actually, let's go do this real quick, and then I'll go do this real quick. Is that, and you're just driving around with your guys, and they're, like, uh, making small talk, and sometimes, like, Prompto, the young dude, like the little brother anime character trope, he actually makes a funny comment. Yeah, I know him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, occasionally, he makes a funny ass comment, and uh, and uh, like and Glad- Gladiolus actually had one what's, early what, on when um, uh, not just. Is- oh. What's what, what's the phrase? Even a broken clock is right twice of the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even a broken clock, even a broken prompto is funny twice a day. Um, there you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, Gladiolus, uh, your, your your big motherfucker. He he even made a funny joke too. Like you're running through the desert and Noctis is like, man, it's hot. And Gladiolus literally just like without without pause just goes, take off your jacket. <laughs> and because uh, these motherfuckers are dressed <laughs> in all black okay, in like games, running through the fucking desert and like actually because I. Uh, I changed them into their casual wear, except for Noctis. I just took his jacket off and left, left him in black. So I'm like, this motherfucker would only wear black anyway. I'm not going to change his ass. <laughs> this, is, this is this guy. Uh, now Gladiolus wears uh, white white jeans with a, with a fucking black white beater to show off his massive arms. Uh, 
Ignis wears uh, <laughs> suspenders and a pinstripe shirt and some tight-ass jeans and some dress shoes. What the fuck? And then Prompto... Oh God, I've got to I've gotta go buy this game now. Oh, man, it's... This game, man. It, these people, like I said, these mer- this pe- these motherfuckers are like, god damn, they're an- like okay in their names. The the naming conventions in this because uh, it's weird. In the beginning of the game, it shows you in uh, Insomnia, which is the name of the of the of the uh, the town, the king, uh, the city you're, that your uh, your father lives in, the king, and you're the prince. Noctis is the prince, and uh, oh, the setup of this game is Noctis is the prince, and he has been chosen to marry uh, Princess Luna Freya from another kingdom uh, to unite the kingdoms. And so you're literally going on a road trip to get hitched is the very beginning at the beginning of this game <laughs> with your bros. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so people in insomnia, as long as they're not tag like... teaming in on the honeymoon. <laughs> and people in insomnia uh, are, Sorry. Like, I feel like it's like the Hunger Games there, where people like dress like fucking psychopaths and insomnia, like anime motherfuckers, and then out in the world, people wear like normal, norm, normalish clothes. Like they're they dress a little more uh, realistically, and also the naming conventions. Like you have Noctis, Prompto, Gladiolas, and Ignis. That's your that's your party, and then like. But then when you're out in the world, like one of the side quests got recurring side quest characters. Fucking name is Dave. Like this is it's just Dave. It's not short for <laughs> it's just fucking Dave. <laughs> and like Jerry oh. <laughs> and Cindy. And, and but you got Noctis. That's your that's your boy. Um and also you know, Noctis and, um, fuck somebody him. wrote into the Game Noctis. Informer show a couple weeks ago and I think they actually explain the names and like a lot of the naming conventions, like they actually have some sort of meaning and other languages, it's probably Latin if I had to guess, because you know, I mean, that's just the go-to pretentia uh, language when you're g- doing naming conventions. But like, some of it actually made sense, and it was like, oh, okay, well, that's kind of interesting. So, I mean, I don't know. Anyway, um, so okay, combat-wise, how does this fi- how does this thing feel? Combat is very Kingdom Hearts, is what from what I from what I can tell. Okay, Ooh. it is. Ooh. It is. Ooh. Okay. Um, yeah, if you don't, I mean, if you don't like Kingdom Hearts combat, it's very because you are Noctis' special ability is he can um, materialize weapons in his hand, uh, and he can also warp. He can throw weapons and warp to them, and uh, so you literally start off every battle just like chucking your sword at the motherfucker and then launching into him, uh, and then you and then it's good, and you can like and your other you can uh, set up your party. Uh, you have each of them has a technique you can use. With uh, press L1, take a technique, and they'll use it. And basically, you have a tech bar as that fills. You can use those. Uh, one of my problems with it is that you, there's a bunch of different. Uh, okay, uh, first uh, upgrades. There are it, this upgrade system is a bunch of different trees, and you put in your ability points that you collect through doing random stuff, killing stuff, fishing. Not just like the fish. It's really into fishing. Um, uh, and Prompto is the photographer, so when he takes, he takes pictures, uh, that also gets anyway. Uh, you, there's a bunch of trees, like I think there's there's at least ten. There's probably a few more than that. Skill uh, trees. Yeah, skill trees. A bunch of a bunch of different skill trees. They aren't super deep. Okay. They're, they're pre- They do. It does feel like you're getting better when you put stuff into them. 
but there, it, um, it doesn't feel like you're specializing really nece- necessarily. It feels like I feel like uh, replay replay value wise, if you're really into like um, building different party stuff, I don't think this game has that necessarily. Uh, um, and also, when you pick when you have the techniques, you can only have one set at a time, which kind of, I feel like that limits it because there. Because I have that, that's left, and I like the uh, the general setup I've got, so I haven't really put any points in other techniques. I put in other stuff, so that's turned me away from like trying other things. Because I don't, I don't want to take out this ability that I like to try another one. So uh, okay, I wish you could. I wish there was a little more depth there. I think they did it to keep combat moving a little more, because combat does freeze when you open menus like while fighting, but uh, so then like to use potions and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, okay. I think that's why they went that way. Um, but yeah, combat is, it puts you in a ring. Enemies, uh, have a, like a, uh, detection meter that fills up at the top. And if they fill, that fills, uh, you're then put into a, uh, a ring with them in it. And if you leave that ring, ends the fight right there. There's no, they don't chase you. There's no like penalty. You don't, if you kill an enemies in there, you get some XP for killing them anyway. If you don't kill anything, you don't get any, of course. But uh, oh, okay. So it's pretty forgiving in that sense. Is that if you don't want to fight, you can literally like, like this game gives you the like ability just to run past things if you don't want to really you don't feel like fighting. There's no the only thing the only random battles I've uh, I'd say are uh, fiends because they pop out of the ground uh, like they materialize out of the ground. Uh, you can still leave them, but they that's close as you get to like random battles in this game. Um, and they're Fiends are also found in the dungeons quite a bit. They're uh, pretty pre- prevalent in those, which are very. The dungeons are pretty varied in terms of like look, from like like ca- caves and ice caves and stuff to like thickets and castles and what and a lot of different uh, cool dungeon designs uh, and a lot of monster variety too in the combat. They're uh, with and they have resistances and certain what and. Uh, Numbers pop out in different colors, telling you uh, whether they're resisting it or it's actually doing a lot of damage to them. Um, uh, another problem I do have, though, is that the uh, there's a lot a lot of particle effects and stuff going on. It's kind of hard to keep track of like the numbers and stuff as you're doing stuff and who's who's hitting who with what. And uh, it also factors into the fact the camera is garbage. <laughs> yeah, the the camera is not not that great. Uh, so yeah, that's 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 combat in a nutshell, I guess. As far as is like as boilerplate as I can get, I think it's there's a lot going on there, too. Uh, um, you can ride chocobos. You can rent them from the chocobo place. Okay. You can you can name them and and give them different feather colors. Uh, and it plays. I don't. Remember if there's if this is the actual Chocobo theme that's been prevalent throughout the series, but it plays the same theme song over and over again. It seems very banjo esque, like ban- like is it not banjo something like that? Yeah, something like that. That's okay. Hey, John, I hate to interrupt here, but I I have got to wrap up here. Apparently, my my grandmother's having a hard time with my children, so we're gonna have to kind of cut this a little abbreviated. Okay. Uh, yes, I don't. I don't know how much more questions you had. There's a lot still. I mean, 
Yeah. I know. Well, I'll tell you what. I will save the rest of my questions because it sounds like you're going to finish this probably within the next week or two. How about we will talk again about Final Fantasy 15? And because I think I'm probably going to end up picking it up now based on what you've told me. So I think then maybe I can maybe add a little to the conversation because you've clearly got a lot to say. I've still got a lot of questions and I I definitely want to talk about this because, I mean, this game has been 10 years in the making. So. Uh, one thing I want to make sure I say is that the story for this game is n- has not been very engaging so far. The, the missions themselves have been fun, like it's pretty overall. Um, they, but okay. the story feels very disjointed. Like it doesn't feel like it fits. Like the vibe of the the road trip that you have when you're running around and just re- and driving around all over the place does not. It's, it's like a disconnect from the urgency that the main the main plot seems to have. So it, I'm sure that's a byproduct of this. Uh, development cycle but yeah the, the story itself uh, has not been the best um, yeah and, i mean this i mean this thing has been this, this game was two two different or this is the second iteration of this game i mean it was something else entirely at one point so it's it's not surprising that there are some hiccups what the, what i actually would like to see is based on everything i've heard including from you um the guy who kind of came and salvaged this game i would love for him to get his own game like just not have to try to save something just go in and create something out of his own vision because it sounds like if he didn't have anything attached to this this might have turned out like just incredible like if he had his own vision basically it didn't have to uh yeah, uh, yeah try to yeah it's uh, bail barely a uh, titanic out with buckets yeah, it's a, it's it's a, I haven't really played anything like it before. It's, I mean, I've played games with mechanics from it before, but nothing. It's all when it's all put together like this, it feels very unique. Um, yeah, it's it's cool. It's got it's got it's got problems, and it's and some of them might be harder for people to look past than than uh, they have been for me. Uh, but yeah, so far I'm really thirty hours in. I'm still really liking it. So. Yeah, I was gonna say if you if you put thirty hours into it in like what four days, that's that's a pretty impressive count there. So, anyway, um, we're gonna have to, like I said, we're gonna have to wrap this up here. Um, we'll either next week or a week after that. Um, we'll 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 kind of maybe wrap up our discussion here, give give people a little maybe more of a chance to catch up to if they're playing, and maybe we can delve into spoilers a little bit more. Um, so anyway, um, plugs usual. Look for us at Games of Junk everywhere on the internet. Um. I am Jason Ariola on Twitter, and John, you are? John Lucero, 777. All right. Well, John, thanks for hanging in there with me. Sorry to have cut you short, man, because like I said, I had I had about five or six more questions I wanted to run down, but we'll we'll get this thing squared away, and yeah, hopefully the kids won't be an issue next time. So um, anyway, thanks for listening to the Games Drunk Podcast, and we will talk to you guys next time. Actually, I'll probably talk to you guys tomorrow because I've got a <laughs> what do you care? Anyway, bye.
Thank you.